When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. show as we continue to pay tribute to some of the great musicians we lost this year. Glenn Fry. Somebody's gonna hurt someone before the night is through. Somebody's gonna come undone. There's nothing we can do. Danny for playing that song for us so um you know it was kind of when we were talking about Debbie Reynolds earlier and there's you know so many there's so many great stories that are out there and like I said they had long time entertainment shows are digging into the vault and doing things but in uh 2013 Debbie Reynolds uh put out her autobiography or or her do you call it her yeah her autobiography unsinkable Unsinkable. Mm -hmm. and she wrote about the fear of losing her daughter to demons, either, mm. you know, her depression or addiction. And, uh, uh, but then also in her book, she said, she wrote, it's not natural to out outlive your child. This has always been my greatest fear. I don't know if I could survive that. Carrie is my child and I love her with every ounce of strength I possess. And I'm sure she was writing about it in the context of her of substance abuse, substance of abuse mental and, health yeah. issues, and other things like that. Aww. And of course, then, you know, her greatest fear was uh, realized. realized. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of ironic that yeah. she wrote about that. In yeah. her autobiography. Yeah. And yeah. then it happened. Aww. But maybe, you know, in another um, excerpt that I saw, she talked very frankly about, you know, when Carrie... Because she went to rehab a few different times. Mm -hmm. But she said, I would go and I would redo the room. I would bring her comforters, her pillows, her robe. You know, she said, I was always just, you know, doting mother, 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 and wanting her to, you know, get well. So I was thinking, okay, you know, everyone was like, oh. So I think it was my brother. There's nobody left. That's my, there's the, nobody the, left. Of, and class, I, of classic Hollywood. There, here's who's left. Please okay. tell us. Sophia Loren. Yes. Yep. Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. even though he's not, I, you know. He's like new Hollywood. Yeah. He's separate Still, from the, yeah. He's iconic. True. And I would be, uh, True. Shirley MacLaine. Yes. Yeah. Warren Beatty. 
Yes. Dick Van Dyke. Mm -hmm. Yes. Carol Channing. Julie Andrews. Michael Caine. I worry about Michael Caine because he's my guy. I love him. I love him so much. And he Gene tweeted, Hackman. Yeah, well, uh, we he ha- doesn't do movies. We, no, he doesn't he's do retired. anything, but he, we still have him. Yeah. He writes Civil War novels. Yeah. He does? Yes. Interesting. Are they good? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that he's written some books since he's retired yeah. from the screen. So he's still we kind of it, active. Uh, Anne Margaret. Yeah, Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, and she's got a TV role. Yes, we talked about that last week. I What's she re- in? I can't remember now. Uh, Come on, Danny. No, it's 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 on Direct TV. I can't remember what it. What yeah, it is. it's something something new because we last saw her in Ray Donovan. Oh, she was in Ray Donovan. Cool. Yes, she played. She was one of the Hollywood people that Ray did some fixing for. Oh, okay. All right. So she hired Ray Donovan. Yeah. I'm something. so fascinated with the whole idea of Hollywood, Hollywood and fixers. fixers and that it still happens. Yeah. But people think it doesn't, but it does. All this PR stuff, all the... I think the last great fixing scandal was that Pelicano who went to oh, jail. Oh, right. And, and so did uh, director John McDonald. Tiernan, he went to jail too for for his involvement in that. I don't know if it was for perjury or something like that, but he directed the original Die Hard. Went to jail. Look at that, Holly Hollywood yeah. coming through in a pinch. Oh. I saw the trailer for this movie called uh, the, the, the Going in Style. Yes, my man is in it, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, oh. Morgan Freeman, uh, was, Alan Arkin, yeah. and Margaret is in this, and it's you know three elderly gentlemen. Who've been ripped off by? Uh, we've seen the plot before. Yeah, basically they've been ripped off by the bank, so they are decided to rob a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's and it's directed by Zach Braff. Yes, of all right. people. Yes. I like it that he's doing a caper comedy with um, centigenarian, not centigenarian, octogenarians, septagenarians, septagenarians. Seventeen <laughs> is at least eighty-five. He's in his 80s. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I like him. Oh, I worry so much. about him. He tweeted a couple weeks ago and I liked it. I was like, yes, you're still alive. Keep going, my MC. Keep going. If you have not read his autobiography, is it I so highly, good? It's good. It's read the second one because he did his first one, What's It All About, in the late 80s. And oh. I think at that time he thought he was going to retire. Right. He was going to teach he did acting. so many more movies And then after he that. had a total second wind in his career, but it's called The Elephant to Hollywood. It might have come out about five years ago. I like it because it's just all these anecdotes, and he tells these stories. And then the person turned out to be the Queen of England. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> and he knows all of these people, and he tells the story of his life. It's just fascinating. And there's something just always so dapper and debonair about him and he's such a good actor yeah and oh, he yeah. used to room with terrence stamp in the swinging 60s and just all the all the hijinks oh, that they terrence got into stamp. terrence oh. he's still alive too he mm-hmm. is yeah general zod yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. there we go <laughs> see now you two are really going inside because people oh, are like sorry. going who's yeah. terrence stamp, stamp british actor yeah. british actor right. swinging but there's a lot well, Olivia, anthony hopkins yes that's, and he's active on social media now he has an instagram anthony? Anthony Hopkins has an Instagram account. They probably told him for Westworld, which, you know, I was reading this article last night about some of the most overhyped things of 2016. And this particular um, columnist said Westworld was the most overhyped TV show and La La Land was the most overhyped movie. And one of the reasons why people are not loving those two shows as much as the critics did mm-hmm. is the overhype. 
yeah, that it couldn't live up, that that movie La La Land doesn't live up sure, to the height. because you go in with these high expectations and then you come out going, oh. I need to see La La Land because oh, Paul McGuire Grimes, the movie guy and Colleen and Bradley, loved the movie. Donnie hated the movie. I didn't say I hated it. Well, My mom just liked it. Oh, she said it was okay. Mm -hmm. You know, she gave it like a B. My brother, who normally, like, he's a big Star Wars fan and he likes a grittier stuff. And his husband is a huge fan. Like, Singing in the Rain would be one of his number one movies of all time. My kind of guy. You know, he loves the 30s, 40s, 50s musicals. So my brother loved La La Land more than his husband did. Mm. It was like the flip-flop. It was a flip-flop. You wouldn't have thought. I would have thought my brother would have been cynical about it. So I do agree with you. You have to see it. Yeah. But I could see how Westworld would have been... I overhyped. I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm-mm. It's a show that I'll stick with the second season because now I'm interested in the story. But it wasn't yeah. this big, huge, rev- revelatory show yeah. that changed my life forever. Uh, well, so, how many of those there are there? I don't know. <laughs> well, but they hyped it again. It was the oh, hype. I it was like the Stranger good. Things lived up to the hype for me. Yes, you know very much so. And uh, I don't know how hyped. I I think it came out of nowhere. There they had very little. Um, pre-dialogue or even PR on it was the OA when that got released like three weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, they just dropped that on Netflix. They just dropped it and, you know, I I loved it right away because it's sort of fairy tale sci-fi mm-hmm. real. I don't know. It's very, very different than anything I... It took Casey a couple more episodes to warm up to it. But he eventually got into it? Yeah. A lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just so different and unique and good. I wanted to mention that Olivia de Havilland is still alive. Yes, that's right. Olivia. She is 100 yeah. years that's old. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's really the last of the last of, well, right? Going yeah. to the 30s. 30. Yeah. She is one of the last of the yeah. last. I can't think um, Margaret O'Brien, but she was a child actor. You have to start going she to these in people. Here. She was. Really? Yes. Yeah. What was she doing in here? She came to what's the cute little theater in Columbia Heights? Uh, I don't you know, the they really show the. Uh, old movies and it was redone columbia heights the theater no, I, look it up Donnie. don't sorry, just sit I there don't with know. your never, never been to columbia heights oh, no it's a <laughs> she came in town and they were doing a thing of white christmas was that what she was in no 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 or no. what movie was Maybe Margaret? In, St. in st louis yes that's what it was they where were she doing... cries during the judy garland yes song. and it was an anniversary yeah. or something the showtime oh. at the heights theater yes the heights and, theater and it's like a, a classic movie theater and it's been redone and they were doing a special for an anniversary of that and she was just so darling she and, was very, oh yeah very and while well, and speaking of the heights theater they're, they show, sh- they're showing Holiday Inn. Oh, it's sold out. I'm sorry. Oh. But on New Year's Day, they're showing that. So yeah. a little old school. Now, Dustin Hoffman, still, he's a little bit new Hollywood. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. yeah that counts. But he's still pretty active. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Jack Nicholson, who just shops at Barney's. And goes to <laughs> and Lakers games. <laughs> and goes to Lakers games. Right? <laughs> anyway. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, we've got some random thoughts and including... When, why do we use a baby to represent the new year in the new year? I talk wants to spend the day with you. Let us know if you're free. We are right there on your dashboard and phone. My talk 1071, everything entertainment.
sing it for us, David Bowie. Yes. I guess Bowie's two most covered songs are Rebel Rebel and Heroes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Heroes. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think the uh, David Bowie dance party is next weekend at First Avenue. Fun. I think so. Um, okay, so the tradition of the New Year's baby. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know? Uh, no. No. Can't Why? Say that I do. Why do they do that? Goes, I don't know. It goes back to 600 BC. Why? Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah, but it go. That's how far back it goes to use the New Year's Eve baby. 600 BC. Just oh, FYI. I thought you were going to tell us oh, why, no. not when. It's been traced as far back okay. as Greece, 600 uh, right. BC, okay. to have the right. baby, and the tradition of dropping a ball in New York City has been around since 1907. But it, that was a fallback after city officials banned the first tradition, fireworks. <laughs> we have to compromise. We so have to, don't burn down the damn city. Yeah, no, don't no. burn it down. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I've got a random about New Year's Eve, too. So if you're going to a party, you're going to somebody's house. I've got seven do's and don'ts of being the best guest this New Year's Ooh. Eve. I don't know where this list came from. I will have to say that Donnie gave it to me, but I think it's oh, pretty sure, good. Blame me. Yeah. yeah, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm covering my bases. Don't come to the party empty-handed. No. Always bring a host gift, something, a bottle of wine, some food, anything you think the host will like, something small, but it just says, hey, thank you so much for inviting me to your party. Yeah. But sure. do leave when you're ready. Don't feel like you have to stay any longer than you need to. The Irish goodbye is always accepted as well. Just slink out the door. Yeah, I love doing the Irish yeah. goodbye. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the long Minnesota goodbye. Yes, oh as of, oh. Oh. Um, Don't bring your kids to an adult party, okay? Just leave them at home. Get a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Do something Let with the them. Let the babysitter make some good coinage. Yes. That was the only time I didn't mind babysitting was New Year's Eve because you'd get paid good money. Yeah. Hike up those fares. Absolutely. Um, give a toast to the host. Um, just say, hey, cheers, thanks. Do a mm-hmm. shot, do a yag bomb, do something. Woo! Yeah. Um, also, uh, this says, don't post photos on social media before asking the host. I don't think that's necessarily necessary, but, uh, you know, you know, make sure that they're PG-13. Mm-hmm. If you are posting photos on social media, don't open the bottle of wine you brought. Yes. No, That's yeah, don't tacky. Do that. yes. Yes. Don't do that. And don't offer champagne to someone who isn't drinking. Yeah. Offer something else. Stack the LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Perfect alternative. <laughs> so there you go. All right. How about this one? Where, and you guys can guess, where in the world is it New Year's Day first? Is it Australia? Australia? Not quite. A little bit further east than that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
at? Malaysia? Fiji? Very close, Lori. It's the island nations of Samoa, Tonga, and Kiribati. Ah. Mm. When it's 4 o'clock in the morning, New Year's Eve here in Minnesota, people in those places will be celebrating the start of 2017. They will be the first to observe the new year because they are located immediately west of the International Date Line, Mm -hmm. which runs from the North Pole to the South Pole and determines the beginning and end of the time zone cycle. Well, There you go. Here's a random one. No one knows. Maybe you guys do, but I. No one knows who named Earth. Earth. Uh, I have no idea. No, nobody yeah. knows Earth. that. No, no one knows who named Earth. Yes, that's Earth. a good one, isn't Earth. it? Yeah. Otherwise known as the world. <laughs> yeah, but Earth. Who gave the name? I don't know. Let's we see. cannot find it. Name and entomology. So the modern English word Earth developed from a wide variety of Middle English forms, which derive from Old English nouns spelled E O. R O E. So see, they do. There's no one person that gets credit. No, yeah. No, so Greek is soil, dry land, the human world, the globe itself. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, the world's oldest panda died today. I know Pan Pan. Pan Pan. Yep. Pan Pan was busy in his 31 years. Because I'll say, yeah, because he's uh, successful at getting uh, like the population of pandas. Yeah. To one grow. one fourth of the captivated or the pandas in captivation at zoos here uh, are. From, from Pan Pan. Pan. progeny. Yes. What do you call a group of pandas? This is a stumper. This is a Jeopardy question, Holly wow. Hollywood. All right. A group of pandas. I've never seen a group. <laughs> they usually don't. They're solitary animals. A, they, a group of pandas is called what? A herd. I don't know. No, An never. embarrassment. An embarrassment well, really? of pandas. pandas. Isn't that cute? Yeah. That is cute. I, I love pandas. I know. It used to be, what's the group, you know, a flock of crows. A murder. A murder. A murder. You know, that's what people yeah. know. But I I was like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I guess yeah. I don't know. But there must be groups of panda in their I, in native. The wild, maybe. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. there's pandas in the wild. I yeah. don't know what oh, their yeah. numbers are. But uh, but if you come across a group of them, it's an embarrassment of pandas. An embarrassment of pandas. Oh, I love that, Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in human years, it was a hundred and something. Oh, so Pan Pan was pretty yeah, elderly. He was. Oh, all right. Cancer. Uh, it's bacon day, everybody. Here's Yay. to bacon. Here's to bacon. <laughs> Here's Everything to bacon. is you don't better need bacon than bacon. I, know, I love bacon. Oh, you love bacon. <laughs> I love it's bacon. Just, it's just the meat on ham. bones. Oh, and, or ham. ham or meat on bones. Yeah, yeah I'm like... So I'm no a... chicken wings for you. Oh, they no, look like little no, dachshund feet. No. If you ever look at buffalo wings, they look like little dachshund feet. I like this. According to the founders of Bacon Day, we are encouraged to eat a variety of bacon while watching Kevin Bacon movies or movies with bacon in the title. <laughs> Such as Oh, the I, only one I can think of is Canadian Bacon with John Candy. That's a movie. I, okay. This is random uh, thoughts, yeah, that is. <laughs> And I know the Electric Fetus has a great selection of bacon-related gag gifts, as does Patina. Oh, like bacon toothpaste? Whoa. Bacon soap. I gave Kurt Hansen once a bar of bacon soap for really? his sauna, and he quite loved it. Did he? Yeah. Mm, okay. Who doesn't like the smell of bacon? That's true, but uh, not on soap. In well, a sauna, though, it's like a perfect Yeah, soap. I probably didn't smell it. Because bacon. then you're jumping in the lake right away. I guess so. You know? Okay. And then your I'm skin might sold. just slightly a hint of, you know, smoked bacon. You know? Oh, yum. I'm going to have you sell that, Lori. <laughs> sell that bacon soap. Hey, so, okay, I for Christmas... 
from Colleen and Bradley. I got the Guinness Book of World Records 2017. So I want to share with you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. That, 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 so, that could be an inexhaustible supply of stuff for our, any for, show for at any this station. For any show. I know. Just flip open a page. But I'm flipping open to the page of Body Extremes. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about this man named Sheng Shung. He has the longest eyebrow hair on the planet. He has one eyebrow hair that extended 7.5 inches when measured. And he lives in Inner Mongolia, China. This happened earlier this year. So just like one... I feel like Casey could get in that record book if I wasn't there snipping and clipping. <laughs> that is, he grows incredible eyebrow hairs. Lori, that is a thing. And I think everyone can relate to pointing out and grooming their guy's eyebrows because you have to keep on top of that. You just poke at it. It's like, come on, come on. Start to trim. Yeah. Do you not notice this? No, they don't. How about the world's longest ear hair? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, after a certain age, guys, I think like you got to take care of that, too. I know. But I, what age do guys really start and, growing? Oh, by 45, I bet. Yeah. 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 The ear hair tufts of it. Oh, <laughs> Anthony Victor <laughs> has hair sprouting from the center of his outer ears that measures 7.12 inches at its <laughs> longest point. My word. How does he hear? I have no idea. They didn't ask. Yeah. He's not in that for this. All right, how about... And when they asked him, he said, what? What? Some of these records still hold true from when I grew up reading the Guinness Book of World Records, like fingernails uh, on a hand, on a female hand. Is that a lady from India? No, actually, she's from the United States. Her name is Lee Redman. She started to grow her fingernails in 1979. She carefully manicured them to reach an overall length of 28 feet and 4.5 inches. Yeah, feet. How can she go anywhere? I don't know. Again, they don't ask how these people live everyday lives. They just get a place. And she's been in the book for... Well, she's been in the book since 2008. Wow. That is so gross. 28 feet. I'm going to Google Google Lee Redman. Lee Redman. Yeah. They could use her in the football field to measure the first down. Ew! (laughs) Lee Redman nails. Okay. I mean, do they grow straight out or are they all no, curly? No, they start to curl. Lori, I'm going to show you some fingernails. Oh, don't. I mean, how does she even uh, don't say wipe it. herself? Oh, you had to that, say Well, it. you have to think about those things, Donnie. <laughs> I know. That's a, that is a I mean, natural now that question. there are self-cleaning toilets, now, but... The, I mean, maybe she uses a bidet. But, I think okay. that they showed somebody on TLC, a woman with extreme fingernails, and that was one of the first questions they asked. And I think her answer was just... Very carefully. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I, or how does she cook? Maybe she... Stir. No, we don't know. Take a cup of this. coffee out of the microwave after warming it up. Pour a cup of coffee. She lives in Salt Lake City. I have a lot of questions for this lady. She's oh. a great grandmother. There's a whole article on her in the Telegraph. I can read it during the break. Wow, that's <laughs> un- right. that is unbelievable. Oh man, this book is great. By the way, in Germany, um, and I, well, I read this. I think it was in today's paper that paper calendars and planners sales are up fifteen percent. That the paper stuff isn't going away because no. people have realized that the digital flipping back, it's easier to have paper. So and just have a book and flip it over. Yeah, keep buying calendars, keep buying planners. Yeah. But in Germany, there's a calendar. They make it every year, the Carpenizer, and it's a calendar of naked women or almost naked women posing with carp, holding carp in carefully put place positions. Hmm. That's the because least who, hot thing that I... Yeah, who obviously, <laughs> you, you gotta have hmm. your carp.
naked lady calendar. Yeah. You know, life isn't complete for some people. No, that's sure fishy. Carpe diem. <laughs> oh. oh, you guys. All right, listen, we will be back. We got some music news. portion of the program is brought to you by Cantina Laredo. Bring it, bring in the new year at Cantina Laredo from December 30th through January 1st. Savor the three-course celebration menu featuring filet portobello, the pollo asada tropical, and more. Visit Cantina Laredo in the Mall of America to celebrate 2017, which is, oh my gosh, this weekend. Right around the corner. You know, Donnie, I was uh, walking out at the Mall of America and I went by the Limited and I couldn't, I'm like, it's it's close. It's, 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 it's done. Blowout inventory. They had everything was like 80% or 75% off, and they yeah. just had everything out by sizes. Next Saturday is it. Wow. But I think it's, yeah. I think it's uh, the whole, the entire company nationwide has filed for bankruptcy. Limited. Well, Been around since 1963. No, I know. I remember just, going to the Limited. It was the place that you shopped, you know, going on your big first interview and doing things and getting some like... And they had good date night yeah. clothes, kind mm-hmm. of, and I don't know. Yeah, that I couldn't believe it. I just thought it maybe was the, that Mall of America store, but it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah I noticed well, at Rosedale Center, too. Well, according to reports, George Michael's 55-year-old sister... She's a hairdresser. Uh, he's got uh, two sisters. One of his sisters is 57. One is 55. They are expected to um, get most of his fortune, even though his godchildren have been. He put them in the will. Mm-hmm. And um, George was very close to his sisters. And Melanie, the hairdresser, she was his hairdresser. At the height of his fame, she went with him oh, everywhere. So she did like the the faith bouffant and and the feathers yes. and all of the iconic hair. He dudes. also employed her as his makeup artist, and he had a different hairdresser. So she did the wham hair. Ah, and then when they went to China in um in the late eighties, when he was solo, then she did his makeup, and um. So anyway, they haven't con- what they don't know what is exactly the exact cause of death, but they have to have that in order for I guess that must be an English thing for sure. the for the will to be executed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he so that's so oh, I'm look just, at those beautiful feathers. I know. I'm it. looking at uh, George in Tiananmen Square. Fluffy, fluffy, golden, <laughs> golden. He said in an interview that I was reading um, earlier this week. It must have been on Monday or Tuesday because it was before Carrie Fisher had passed away, and we were just consumed with reading everything George Michael. That he just, like many people, did the early '80s. You just look back and you're like, what? What was I thinking? <laughs> what is going oh! on? With, but everybody had feathered hair. Right, a feathered hair or a perm. perm. A tight perms. Tight perms. Yeah. Mullet perms. <laughs> yeah. It just, I don't Louis's even know. Louie's mom used to give perms to uh, her two sons. I saw Casey with a picture of him in a perm. Oh, I saw a picture kidding? of him with perm rods. Oh, my God. Did they ask for these perms? <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was a that was thing. Luck, baby. That <laughs> was a thing in the early 80s. <laughs> For people to have that spirally, tight, (laughs) glistening mess of curls on their head. true. Yeah. Did you have a perm, Donnie? I didn't need one because my hair was naturally curly. Curly. 
Never Johnny, Johnny worked a little jerry curl into his hair. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing. Just right out of any... the shower and no. Yeah. Right and you probably had a mustache too, didn't I don't you? Of course. <laughs> of course. So, brown chicken brown brown. <laughs> uh, Tina Knowles uh, uh, had to go off of Instagram today. She said she was taking herself offline because her kids always say that I'm not that great. And it was because she said she accidentally double tapped a like on a Jennifer Hudson um, video where people were trashing what she sounded like. And so she said, I am writing this commentary for Jennifer Hudson and not for the evil, mean people that are making this into a social media ugly thing. I've known Jennifer for many years and I'm in total admiration of her talent, beauty, and kindness. I would never say anything negative about her or agree with anything negative. My children have worried I might accidentally touch something when looking at other sites and have warned me about it. Seems very silly. It, well, well, she got a lot of, I mean, this people read into a things. lot for when yes. you like something on social media. And there are interns jobs around the globe to monitor these social media websites so that they can make a story. Yeah, out of so it. they can say, oh, Tina Knowles, she liked a, a caption that said J-Hood sounds horrible. Yeah, I, I mean, know she hates J-Hood. I know yesterday, you know, I retweeted this crazy um, Charlie Sheen tweet yeah. about Trump, mm-hmm. but I labeled it Twitteria. Yes. Okay. Both of them have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying nonsense. And it's not an endorsement of the tweet. It's saying this tweet exists. You should look at it. They both it's have Twitteria. Twitteria. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why that word doesn't take off. I, I should have hashtagged it. I would like that to get more. I would like more credit for Maybe that. The word. visual is a little yeah. <laughs> left to be desired. I know it. I know it. It's so good. It's a good word, though. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, supposedly this. Uh, a dude who is now owns three restaurants in New York started his career as a dishwasher at Carnegie Deli. He's offering to buy uh, Carnegie Deli on Seventh Avenue for ten million dollars. I think I saw that she said no. What? Well, she said they've not received any kind of an offer. Mm-hmm. Get going on the serious yeah. offer. I mean, I'm telling you, I that would be crazy for someone not to just buy it. No, I know. Well, and it's so legendary. And just and ca- there's always a line. Out. There's always a line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like what Donnie said. All mm-hmm. right, now tell me. We, we, you know, we read this book earlier this year, um, The Manson Girls by Emma Klein, mm-hmm. yep. the novel. And... Uh, the fictionalized account about a girl who got away. It's called The Girls. Is it about a girl that went into the Manson cult and then she escaped the cult? Yes, but it's a fictionalized version. And I mean, it's a fiction story, but the author, when we had this Emma Klein on, I think she just got it in her head like, what about all the girls that were part of that hippie Manson family, but then they got out yeah. before the bad stuff happened? She was imagining her life. So, um, one of the best books of the year for sure. But uh, um, what's her name? Patricia Krenwinkel uh, is up for parole again. It's 47 years later. Uh, she's been denied parole 13 times since her conviction. And she, you know, she really, she did, like if you're familiar with the Manson murders, she's the one that... Um, she acknowledged that she stabbed Abigail Ann Folger, the coffee heiress, mm-hmm. multiple times, chased her down, helped kill the 
grocer and his wife the next night. The they were, they yeah. were trying to throw off, you know, mm-hmm. the trail of mm-hmm. like trying yeah. to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sharon Tate's sister, Deborah Tate, said um, she can never, ever get out. And I'm just wondering, do you think anyone... I don't think they've ever released any of the Mansons. No, no they, have they haven't. And I don't think they will. No, I don't think they I, will. Really I, I'm le- reading the LA Times and they're saying mm. that a decision on this has been postponed. And this is from yesterday. But the likelihood that they would get parole is very, very slim. Even though they've, you know, they've been in there for a long time and they've all shown that they've kind of turned their lives around. I just think that these crimes were so horrific and they're so still a part of our the the zeitgeist of pop culture that it's just never going to happen. Yeah. I think she- one of the previous women, I don't remember her name, but I think the parole board maybe have had approved it, but then Jerry Brown, who has the ultimate oh, say. Oh, Leslie Van Houten. Leslie yes. Van Houten, yes. Uh, Jerry Brown said no. No. Mm-hmm. No, I think yeah. they'll all die in prison. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I do too. I mean, she was, old, she was 19, 19 when oh, she met Manson yeah, at a party. Yeah. She left everything behind three days later to pursue him. This is the story. I don't know. Did you guys watch Aquarius with David Duchovny? No, you did. I did. I know. I kind of <laughs> liked it. It was sort of cheesy. and, um, But so he he got so many people to follow him. Yeah. yeah. And slept with all the women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was, you know, the late 60s, the whole free love and la, la, la. But yeah, read Helter Skelter if you haven't. It's oh, such, it's, that's an incredible it's book. It's like the true crime book. Or there's a podcast, You Must Remember This. It's about old Hollywood, and one of the seasons breaks down the Manson murders. But they put it into context of what was happening in Hollywood, what was happening in, in music. Who, who was Charlie Manson, and who was this crazy guy, and why did all this stuff happen? And the people that were involved, Terry Melcher, uh, Doris Day's son, yeah. Dennis Wilson, all of these people. The Beach it's, Boys were the Beach. Yeah, there's yeah. a connection there. Yeah, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah, I read Helter Skelter a um, long time ago, and just and you know Vincent Bugliosi. Mm-hmm. Bugliosi. Yeah, yeah, he from just Hibbing. passed away recently mm-hmm. from Hibbing, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good book. That was a good book. Mm-hmm. And in Cold Blood, is that considered the first of that type of book? The f- fictionalized account of a true crime. I, I don't know. I do think, I think that it was Truman one Capote of the, it was very pioneering at the time. 66 or so. I yeah, because mm-hmm. then Helter Skelter and then the, the Executioner song would oh, be on that list. Yeah. That book, Norman Mailer, mm-hmm. incredible. Incredible. Story book. of Gary yeah. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Um, Hamilton, making all the money. Broadway grosses hit, hit an all time high in 2016. And yes, I checked tickets. Uh, uh, for when I'm going to be there, and yeah, I'm not paying a thousand dollars a ticket. What is it still that high? A thousand dollars a ticket. Wow, even mm-hmm. it's not the original cast anymore. Oh, a thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to think about that for a little while, and mm. and I got to <sighs> think even if there are tickets that are turned back every day because you can go to a box mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. when it's open. How many people are in line? Oh, it's a complete gamble. I mean, yeah. go for it, try yeah. it. But there's other good shows that you can see. Oh, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there is a lot. And there's a lot of new stuff that's coming to Broadway this year. But it's, like, really incredible. Um, uh, I wonder how much Lin-Manuel Miranda makes. A ton. A because ton. he wrote it. Everything. He starred in it. Okay. I, I don't know what kind of credits he has, but... 
He's okay. Yeah, he's, he's right. okay. He's he can in, afford the thousand dollar ticket if he wants to he's go in and London see a show. filming Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah, there you right. go. I love this story. David Blaine is helping Madonna reconcile with son Rocco. What is he so doing? Random. Having him appear? Yeah, <laughs> having him appear. Uh, yeah, apparently they like to raise money together. He was in an Art Basel in Miami when Madonna dressed like a clown. All right. Helping to raise money for raising Mawali. But is he like tight with Rocco or I don't understand? Apparently they have a close friendship. Blaine reportedly has a close friendship with Rocco and has been helping Madonna mend her relationship with him after going through the custody battle thing earlier this year. I I see. I can see David Blaine and Guy Ritchie being friends. Yeah. That's where I can see the connection happening. I don't know why. I was going to ask you. Well, I just think they have a similar tone. Yeah. It's just a feeling. Okay. Two of them are together. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll go with your feelings (laughs) on that one. We'll go with that. All right. Listen, we're going to Hollywood speak. Um, uh, J-Lo took Drake to the prom prom and why the Countess is getting married and... Who's writing a rough d- draft for a sequel that probably doesn't need to happen? My Talk 1071 is a different kind of talk radio. Talk radio that's smart and opinionated, but without getting all yelly and condescending. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So many times there was a man who met a girl and took her hand. He told her, never will I leave you, my love. But just as soon as you go again, she's a flapping in the wind. Sharon Jones from Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Kings. Oh, so that's year one. So glad. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. Fantastic. And the Dap Kings are so tight. So tight. Great. So good. Okay. So uh, let's uh, get to Hollywood speak. Uh, Jennifer Lopez took Drake to the prom, complete with their Instagram photos. They were even uh, crowned prom king and queen, and they were seen kissing from the side and dancing on the dance floor to their new song. No. Yeah. No. The thirst is real. No. The thirst is very real. Somebody get these two electrolytes right now. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They really want us to believe they were together. So they were crowned prom king and queen. And the outfits that they're wearing are as thirsty as I'll get out. Oh, yeah. Some little uh, stringed... uh, I don't, what would a pipe cleaner? I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I, it's, it's like beyond a reject. Corny. It's like a reject from a Motley Crue video. It's beyond corny. <laughs> I know. I, she I doesn't don't, need to do this. No, she doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do this. He's like, he had the biggest album of the year. Yeah. We, they don't need any kind of publicity like this. I don't. You know, that. somewhere Taylor Swift is just like pounding her fist. Just going, damn it. Because she remember there was. <laughs> A little hint that maybe she and Drake were doing music, yeah. and then right. Right. people and told her, mm-hmm. "You already had one fake relationship. The public won't take another one." <laughs> You're right. You're so right. So she gave Drake the idea: go have a fake relationship. Yeah. Okay, oh. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, this is oh, this is the best slash worst yeah, story we, of which the day. One? We have two. Yeah, oh, we have two. Okay. She oh, told, okay. She right. told CNN Live that um, she said, "I've been trying." No, this was during a Facebook Live session. Okay, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I've been trying so hard to do a Mean Girls 2. It is not my hands. I know that Tina and Lauren and all of Paramount are very busy, but I will keep forcing it and pushing on them until we do it. I've already written a treatment for it. I just need a response. (laughs) 
well, let's break breath. it. Well, let's break it down, Lindsay. <laughs> mm-hmm. There already is a Mean Girls two. It went straight to video back in 2011, so it's already been done. Also, no one is going to talk to you. No one will be returning your calls. Bless your heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aren't they doing a Mean Girls Broadway show? They are doing a Mean Girls Broadway stage show. Tina Fey is working on that, so it's officially sanctioned. I don't know. Maybe you can be usher at that show? Oh, harsh. Maybe maybe you can sell some of your Lee Lohan t-shirts as merch? You're sitting on the aisle in seats one and two. I just... She just has such a lack of self-awareness. Well, listen to this next one, then. You're really going to go crazy. So she, this is the same Facebook live stream she did with CNN yesterday. And here's what she said. You know, losing half of my finger and getting it back was one of the best things that happened to me. If that didn't happen to me, if I didn't lose a part of myself, essentially, I weirdly think about this when I meditate, I wouldn't have stayed in Turkey. I wouldn't have stayed there and I wouldn't have understood what it feels like to lose a limb. Like you need okay, losing so, a part, a tip of her finger. A tip of your finger. Last time I checked, that's not a limb. I'm sorry, Lindsay Lohan. Did you even get your uh, GRE? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. All right, you might want to go and do that first in your life plan. That gives her insights into refugees leaving their homes and having their arms. And I wouldn't have stayed in Turkey. Starry, no, you would have stayed in Turkey because that's where your sugar daddy lives. At least the one that you're with right now isn't there. Or your sugar daddy in Greece. Or your Russian oligarch sugar daddy, which is the whole reason why you're staying in Europe because they're funding your lifestyle. I don't even know. I I want to know... There's layers about Lindsay Lohan. I want to know the weird, crazy crap that she is doing in order to sustain her lifestyle because she does not let it on. And I'm sure that there are a lot of celebrities out there who do weird, crazy crap that we never hear about. Again, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that the fixers at the Hollywood well, I mean, fixers she has take no care of. Income that well, we no, know of. I mean she's <laughs> she's blown yeah. all of her money. Yeah, yeah. and she's she doing that a, to get it back. And she hasn't acted in anything no. for such a long time. No. But, Boy, that, that, that's just, oh. Okay. Uh, You know, Real Housewives of New York City, star Luanne de Lesseps is getting married tomorrow night in Miami or Fort Lauderdale or Palm Beach, something like that. Somewhere in Florida. Um, And uh, she told People Magazine, this is what she said, because uh, last season, the dramatic reveal that uh, Bethany had photographic evidence of Tom, her fiance, making out full on with another woman like she was sitting in his lap and they were he had his tongue ooh mm. hoovering down her throat okay is that wrong yeah <laughs> yeah yes Danny, that's wrong here's what she tells people i'm not going to let a stupid kiss ruin the rest of my life he screwed up what he did was wrong but this wasn't premeditated it wasn't an affair it was a mistake how much money is being exchanged tomorrow night in this wedding? I don't know. And she's right. People do yeah. make mistakes, but, um, you know. Well, I hope she's crossed her T's and dot her lowercase J's in all of this. And, and she won't be a countess anymore. Oh, she loses the title. She loses the yeah, title right, when, when she, she marries, marries him. him. Tony. And I'm sorry. He's dated two of the other housewives right there. Ew. He's off the list. Ew. He dated Ramona. And he was uh, friends with Benefit with Sonia Morgan for 10 years. So why is this guy so attractive to these women? I I have no idea. (laughs) I really have no idea. He doesn't even appear to have that much money. Okay, this might be the grand finale 
of 2016. I don't know how you Uh-oh. can Hollywood speak it. All right. But um, the Instagram has been taken down, but Perez did grab it. And Azalea Banks posted a series of videos showing a closet um, covered in what she said were blood and feathers oh. where she killed. She's been sacrificing chickens for three years. I didn't see that one coming yeah. at all. No, no, honestly, I could not have Sacrificing told you. Sacrificing chi- is some sort of a religion? Well, bru- brujeria, I think is what you say it. The Spanish word for witchcraft is a thing okay. that, yeah, anyway, but yeah, she showed, she's got goggles on, oh a steam cleaning thing. There is blood, oh, there are feathers, tidy? there are feathers, and she's like, this is about to get real, y'all. The amount of crap that's going to get off my floor right now. I've been sacrificing chickens for three years in this closet. Um, wah, wah. I don't even... Yeah. I mean, bless their hearts, those poor chickens. I honestly, Lori, I'm completely dumbfounded, mm-hmm. and I can't even Hollywood speak um, that Zale, story. Lindsay. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yes, that's right. Here, collaborate together. Yeah. Have fun, girls. Yeah. Um, and, okay, let's do this one. So, as we discussed yesterday... Brad Pitt got to see his kids for Christmas, or he he got to see them at some point over Christmas weekend, which I took to mean Christmas Eve. For a gift exchange. Yes, and uh, it was monitored by one of the therapists. uh, And anyway, um, an insider told InTouch that even though Brad only saw the kids for part of the day, Angelina was furious about it. She's having a meltdown, and she was furious that he was allowed to see the kid. As soon as that story hit in touch website, Entertainment Tonight put up a story saying that meeting was not arranged. She was not mad about it. It was an agreed visit and she wasn't present for it and she wasn't furious. And I'm like, wow, Entertainment Tonight and in touch. Usually you don't see Entertainment Tonight. Correcting somebody, you mean? Or? Not yeah. like that. Yeah. They they kind of just like a in touch. Yeah. But I feel like that, you know, they got a team Angelina was just like, hey, that is not true. Yeah, I think so, so too. we don't know who's mm-hmm. spreading a bad story about it, but there was no, there's no drama. No drama. The drama, January 17th is the next That's Brad the and Angelina. And Johnny Depp and Amber is January 13th. Now, Hollywood speak how I know these... Why do I have these dates in my mind? Why do you have those dates in your mind, Lori? Uh, I'm a I'm a gossip hound. That's right. I, I take and my job seriously. Wait, so, Johnny and Amber aren't officially done, or what are they doing at that court they date? They are fighting because he's being classic, abusive, controlling behavior Is it because of the, the donations? Money. It's the tax thing with the charitable he donations? He won't pay her her damn money that he owes her. Why does he have to be such a dink, Lori? This is classic controlling behavior. And I think he is, his people haven't been able, he made a fool of himself in even thinking that this relationship could work. She was the younger one. He should have known better. It should have been a fling, have a couple years together, then call it a day and have your fun. Yeah, 51 when he met her and she was 25. He was older. He should have known better. It was never going to work. Come on. Um, All right, uh, more Gilmore Girls news. Did Netflix drop a hint yesterday? Did you watch that? I did not. Okay. Um, the throwback tweet from Netflix um, asked, where's an eighth grade science fair when you need one? 
And then it was photos of Rory's on again, off again boyfriend, uh, Logan. Oh, that's. Mm. So they're suggesting there's more. They're going to do more. Well, the end of the show suggested there were more. Okay. Well, then there's totally going to be. Well, then there's totally going to be more because this has been a huge get for Netflix. Of course, they're going to have more. And then Lauren and uh, uh, Alexa. Yeah, they're going to wait out for more money. Exactly. They should. Yeah, as they should. They really should do Mm -hmm. that. Um, Okay. We don't have time for any more Hollywood speak, but we will have time for more Hollywood news. Yeah. When we come back.